But right now I want to talk about Obamacare. Um, open enrollment is going on for people across Wisconsin. Certainly Obamacare open enrollment is going on right now. Not that it gets anybody excited. It probably fills people with, with dread. What we have found out is that Obamacare, which was predicted not to increase in cost nearly as much as it did, is in fact exploding in cost. And we are beginning to see the beginnings of the death spiral in our state now that a couple of providers have actually bailed out of the, um, the Obamacare marketplace. The MacGyver Institute has an entire breakdown of this on their latest story on their website. Brett Healy is on the phone to talk about it. How you doing? I'm doing well, Vicki. How are you? Well, I'm not on Obamacare, so I guess I'm doing better than lots of people. You got um, that going for you. And I'll tell you what, I mean, it's Obamacare is impacting private employer-based health insurance as well. Certainly not to the kind of insane extent that we've seen for the most part on Obamacare. I have a guy here, Brett, who says his $957 Obamacare policy increased to $1,400 per month. And it requires a $6,500 deductible, same exact policy, just a whole lot more expensive. That is north of, of over uh, $24,000 a year for him to actually go see a doctor, if that's what his plan is. That has not been in the cost curve, as we were promised by President Obama. That is the complete opposite of what we were promised. And your, your uh, listener's example points out that the death spiral of Obamacare is having an impact even on the private insurance market. Oh, here's it's the so one from the, here's somebody with a private insurance uh, increase as well. Um, having to go on her husband's policy increases his cost to uh, a little bit north of $1,300 a month for a total of $17,000 a year. That's private insurance. And that's because her Obamacare policy popped up to over $1,300 a month. Why is she going on her, uh, that's why she's going on her husband's policy. And those numbers are so staggering that some of your listeners are going to think it's a hoax. You were just talking about a hoax with the Halloween candy. This is not a hoax, folks. This is true. These are real numbers, and and the numbers are just staggering. Uh, Obamacare premiums in Wisconsin, on average, are going to go up 36% this year. And even worse, 75,000 Wisconsinites who are promised all along, if you like your health care, you can keep it. 75,000 Wisconsinites are losing, have lost their health care that they liked, that they had, and now are going to have to search for a new provider uh, in this environment where prices are skyrocketing. This is a nightmare. Yeah, and I, I mean, it is not unheard of to have Obamacare policies in Wisconsin cost six, $700 a month um, as sort of a, a midpoint. Um, now you're talking close to $1,000 a month you're forking out. Here's somebody who's already at $957 for a policy, seeing that plan go to $1,400, so a little bit more than the 36% you're talking about. People can't afford this. So um, just they if you... They can't afford the premium, and then as you pointed out, the deductible is so high, $6,000, I think you said? $6,500 $6, for this fellow. Who can afford that deductible? Well, and when you have a deductible of any kind, whether it's an immense one like this um, or one like mine at $1,500 a month or $1,500 a year, if you can't actually get prices for care, 
You have no idea, which is why a few months ago, and I was reading this, I believe, on Fortune. No, I'm sorry, it was on Forbes. Um, medical bill defaults have gone up. Imagine that. Because more people are having to deal with these high deductible plans. It must get care for whatever reason that would be. Have no ability to actually get a price quote. And so they get the bill and it's, I don't know, maybe two grand and they can't pay it. So the 90 day lates on these bills have gone up. It's just incredible. And uh, you wonder why we can't chase down President Obama and have him directly answer our questions on this, his signature legislative accomplishment that he bend the cost curve. We'd, if he liked our doctor, we'd be able to keep our doctor. None of that is true. It was all a big lie. It was all told to the American people to sell this boondoggle to them. And now that he's out of the office, all of this is coming to coming home to roost, as many of us predicted. And we're all left holding the bag with incredible premium increases year after year. And I, I think the bigger question, too, is why isn't Congress acting? How, how much worse does this need to get before they get off their duffs and actually repeal and replace this? Thing? I don't think they're going to do it. Um, I'm not holding my breath for any... Um, any reform on Obamacare. If you're, um, you know, I mean, if, if you're somebody stuck in this system, again, I, I point out that that employer-based health insurance is now also starting to feel the hammer of the regulations. And, you know, I'll explain a, a few of the changes that came with our policy. Um, but you, I mean, the, the, the you had Obama use and I think that this is still being used because maybe there's a misunderstanding. Use this this old, I guess I would even call it sort of Friedman-esque or free market language about high deductible insurance plans. But Brett, high deductible insurance plans assume two things. They assumed low premiums and they assume price transparency. We got the opposite of that, but there seemed to be Republicans in the Senate who somehow got tangled up in rhetoric about high deductible insurance plans, and somebody said, "Well, you said you wanted that, and now they're they, they don't know you know whether to fish or cut bait on this." Not to mention, you got pharmacy benefit manager lobby, you've got an insurance company lobby, you've got health uh, a health the, the you know the clinics and the facilities lobby, and they like the ability to hide the cost of health care. Well, I mean, and that that is a key point here, and one of the fundamental changes that we need in this system. Uh, Obamacare or not, whatever we're going to replace it with, we need greater transparency so that we as consumers can decide for ourselves uh, what, where we're going to pursue our health care and, uh, and we can make a better decision about how we spend our health care dollars. As you point out, we just do not have that right now. So how is it that these guys, in, in, this was featured in a MacGyver Institute article last week, um, a couple of doctors, and these guys are in central Wisconsin, after I just briefly mentioned it with Senator Johnson when he was on the program, I was contacted by somebody else who does this as well. How are some of these doctors able to offer up cash-for-service clinics? Um, you know, your HSA can't be used for that. But if you're somebody who's stuck and it makes more sense for you to pay the fine, um, if you could get cash for service, why not do that? I think the problem is that right now the services are limited, but it seems they've been able to figure out what price transparency ought to look like. 
Well, we're just seeing the the beginnings of the direct care phenomenon, as you pointed out, and um, it is amazing when you uh, when you talk to these doctors who are setting up their clinics and their whole practice outside the scope of insurance, outside of the normal way of doing things. It's amazing some of the prices that they can offer their patients. Uh, if they pay cash, if they pay directly to the doctor, it's uh, it's sometimes thousands of dollars, many times thousands of dollars less for a comparative uh, service at a at a normal provider. I thought the most amazing one was that there was a carpal tunnel surgery that was fifteen, thirteen to fifteen thousand um, dollars. If you could even get an insurance company to cover it, which was a question, that's nineteen hundred dollars. Um, you know, provided by some of these doctors, that an MRI that's normally thirty four hundred to thirty nine hundred dollars is six hundred dollars. Um, provided by some of these yep. some of these doctors. Um, you know, how does the? But yet again, um, they're not. I don't think they're big enough right now to really have much of a to to really make much of a dent. But that seems to be sort of be the the way to get this to move. Is to either force companies, force providers to 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 transparently price procedures, and if that insurance policy is required to say we're going to charge you thirteen thousand dollars, but another policy you might be able to buy would only charge you eleven thousand dollars or nine thousand dollars, and they ought to be required to provide that information to consumers. And. and- you know, the longer Congress drags its feet, the longer they refuse to acknowledge uh, the problem and do something about it. The American people aren't dumb. The American people are going to seek out these other alternatives, low-cost alternatives that they want, uh, and that's only going to uh, uh, build up this direct care model. And uh, again, you know, if Congress uh, refuses to to do anything or acknowledge the problem, um, they do it at their own peril. Well, and I think that if Congress refuses to do anything or acknowledge the problem, then, I mean, honestly, people, doctors, um, ought to be en masse committing massive acts of civil disobedience and simply treating people for cash the way they, they the, the way that people deserve to be treated. Um, because that's one of the other things is that people are afraid of the fines. They're afraid of the penalties. They're afraid of what happens if you violate the rules of the government. Um, and there's just not enough people, I think, who right now who feel like they have the ability to step forward in a way that, that protects them from the risk of being harmed by the government. Well, and as these, as these prices continue to skyrocket, as the deductibles for the Obamacare policies continue to skyrocket, more and more, more and more people are going to feel like they have no choice but to pursue these other alternatives. Agreed. Hey, Brett, thanks for being on the program today. 36%. We were expecting something a lot lower than that on premium increases for Wisconsin Obamacare customers. But nope, 36%. And you can read the story in the breakdown at MacIverInstitute.com. Thanks for jumping on the show today. Thanks, Vicki. All right, we'll take a quick break.